Hey, thanks for joining us and listening to our podcast, The Shelleys. We're your hosts, Kayla and Seth Shelley. This podcast mainly documents our life, living up north, raising our kids, caring for our animals, and really everything in between. So we really hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and welcome to our life. <sighs> you done chewing? What yes. a bad time to eat caramels. <sighs> They're not caramels, they're caramel M&M's. Still a bad time to eat them right before we record into a microphone. I'm sure that's what everyone wants to hear. I'm not chewing them anymore. I could mm-hmm. if you want me to. No, I don't want you to. Nobody does. What are those videos called where people do that? ASMR. ASMR, where you just hear sounds of them like chewing or like scratching on something. It's Ugh. weird. It is weird. I don't like Bunch it. Bunch of weirdos. Well... It's the second day of spring, officially. Yeah. What a wonderful day we had, eh? Mm-hmm. We had snowstorms, kind of hail-like snow at one point, windy. It's almost like a tunnel. A tunnel? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you making fun of me for something I said? Yeah, I am. Mm. Oh, no, it's kind of a weird day. You ever have those days... We kind of talked about this earlier, but do you ever just have days where you just really miss, like for all the crap we give Ontario, mm-hmm. which we do give Ontario a lot of crap. Yes. Don't don't you just ever have those days where you just feel like you should be somewhere else? Like Ontario specifically? Yeah, like do you ever just have those days where you feel like you should be somewhere else? Well, not living somewhere else, but maybe i didn't say living somewhere else i said do you ever have those days where you be feel like somewhere you else be somewhere okay else? fine yes yeah i'm having one of those days why uh i found out so a member of my family passed away last night i mean it's one of those things where like we knew it was gonna happen he was sick yeah but sometimes knowing doesn't make it any easier to digest i think always it never makes it easier but yeah i just feel like now, we talked about this earlier, but I grew up with this individual, my uncle, very close to him. Now, when I say very close, people might think, oh, did he take you to baseball games? And No, nothing like that. But I spent a lot of time at their house with him and my aunt. Um, not so much as a teenager, because, you know, life just changes and you grow up. And then we moved out here. So it's been a long time. I reconnected with them when I went back for my, my grandma's funeral a couple years ago, and that was a really fun evening hanging out at their house. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just one of those things where you just feel like even though we weren't close in the last few years, it just feels like, you know, this is one of those moments that you should be somewhere else. Formative yeah. years, that's the word I think of. That's what I was trying to say. Mm. Formative years. Yeah, that's the thing with living far away. I don't know, we've had a lot of people pass away since moving out here. And those are times where, yeah, sometimes it makes the distance a little bit harder not that we wish we lived in Ontario but I guess maybe more accessible to be able to go back during times like this yeah it'd be not, it would be nice to be like a day's driver less yeah you know not like oh we could drive for a week and get there yeah but yeah you know, I just feel like you know you have those people in your life that are they're formative to you like they're big in your life when you're younger mm-hmm. and then uh Grew up with 
you know, his kids, my two cousins. Like, we just spent a lot of time together. I was telling that to Lucas yesterday, my son. He wanted to go just on a a, a day with just dad, you know. So we, we'd spent, not a whole day, but like an afternoon together. So went to the dump, which is super fun. <laughs> I used to love going to the dump with my dad because they used to sell 25-cent Pepsis, and we would get a Pepsi. Yeah, the dump here is different. Than it's different here, but it was awesome. There. Like, you got to go to the dump and... It was a lot of fun. I, looked, I liked one of the dump with my dad. Um, so we went on a, a little trip to the dump and then got cheeseburgers and then went for a drive, went for a little hike, went to a couple of stores. And he was asking me, do you ever miss being a kid? And that's one of the things I told him was, I don't really miss being a kid per se, but I do miss hanging out with my cousins a lot because we just spent. So I don't know that's true for you as well. Mm-hmm. I just kind of grew up around my cousins and you grew up not around my cousins but around your cousins yeah that's one thing I wish our kids had the opportunity to have that's true that is they don't, true they don't have that I mean we FaceTime with them and stuff sometimes yeah, it's but same. it's not the same as you know having a sleepover or I don't know physically going somewhere with them and spending time with them that was a lot of fun I have good memories of hanging out with my cousins as a kid as well yeah times with cousins just feels different it just hits differently like yeah. spent some time with my cousin thomas earlier this year met up with him in a parking lot because covid we didn't really want to like go anywhere so we've got some pizza met up in a parking lot and it just it just hits differently like you can have friends for a long time yeah there's something about seeing your family that you know just feels different so this is one of those times where i wish oh man i could wish i could be back with my cousins yeah because even though we haven't seen each other for so long those barriers of time just don't exist. That's true. Do you feel that's the truth? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. That's that's honestly the hardest part. We've missed a lot of deaths. Yeah. Like we don't we don't have the same grieving process that other people get afforded to them. Now that's of course we're not playing the victim. That's our choice to live out here. Yeah, it is. And I, we still grieve, but it's just it's different. It's hard to grieve away from people. We're supposed to grieve alone. Or sorry, we're not supposed to grieve alone. I was going to say, <laughs> I don't think so. We're supposed to grieve together. Yeah. It makes it hard. Sorry, you're making such a Debbie Downer podcast. Well, it's been a hard day for you. It's yeah. okay. Well, I wouldn't say it's been a hard day for me. I don't want to overstate this. No, but it's been a day of feeling a loss. Yeah, thinking lots. Yeah. Just thinking lots back about all the times I spent with my uncle. It's hard. Yeah. Yes. We've been there. We've lost, I think, all of our grandparents except for one. Except for Baba. Yeah, just Baba. Don't go anywhere, Baba. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's natural. Like, that's one thing we tell our kids. Like, death is, it's a part of life. Yeah. Like, it happens. You can't avoid it. There's nothing you can do to, you know, change it. But part of death is that that word grieving and it's good to grieve with family and that's just something that's hard to do over the internet over the phone and it's such a long period of grief like grief takes so long that's one of the things there's so many different stages of it that you go through what is it seven stages of grief or something like that i don't know i can't remember now either but our dog's walking around Speaking of dogs, oh man, I got some other 
some more horrible news today. So we had a friend. This is this might be the most uh, sad episode we've ever done, potentially. So our friend who passed away a couple years ago, he had a dog. He had a couple dogs. And he left his dogs, obviously, with his parents. And his best friend took his dog because he's got property and the dog needs some space. Someone shot their dog. He came home and the dog was dead. Someone had shot it in their yard. Yeah, like in, not in somebody else's yard, like in in their own yard. Isn't that awful? What kind of people are out there? We need to talk about something different before everyone just shuts off the radio because this is a sad episode. It's sad, but everyone experiences death and loss at some point in their life. It's not something you can avoid. I know, but is that what people really want to talk about? I don't know. Maybe people do need to talk about hard stuff more. Maybe. Well, oh, I definitely agree with you that on that. People do need to talk about it more, but the people want to tune in to their favorite driving home podcast and listen to it. I don't know. We don't can know change why. the subject. Yeah, I just wanted to say my Uncle Mike was a good man. And if you knew him, you'd agree. I don't know anybody that knew him that wouldn't have agreed that he was a genuinely funny guy and a genuinely caring guy. And he had the unique ability to mix his love and care into some really great jokes. <laughs> I always admired that about him. He really knew how to, you know, I don't want to say make fun of somebody because that sounds bad, but he knew how to push someone's buttons pretty quick, but also in a way that didn't make you feel dumb or stupid. This is a smart guy. It's kind of an endearing way. Yeah. Well, no, because it was hard. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like he wasn't like the old man at the coffee shop. They'd be like, "Oh, hey there, Buttercup." Like, no, he knew how to like push your buttons and and make fun of you in a good like he could make fun of people, but he cared about you, and that was the thing about my uncle Mike. I always liked that about him. Um, even times there's one time in particular when he was making fun of me, making jokes, you know, whatever, and uh, even though it really hurt my feelings, I knew that. If I had told him it hurt my feelings, he would have been, he would have been upset because he just struck a nerve. But he was, he was on that same vein. He really knew how to care about people. Mm-hmm. And if you were in his good books, man, you were, you were in his good books. He took care of you. And his kids are the same way. Like Maddie and Branson are just great people. My Auntie Pam's such a great lady. And they just really knew how to, especially my Uncle Mike, he knew how to walk that line. Which somebody who makes jokes a lot, referencing myself, uh, it's good. It was good to see that as an example. To see someone who had like a cutting, witty uh, wit, but knew how to knew how to wield it. Yeah. And he was also just really nice. Yeah, he was just a nice guy. I really liked that about him. He had a big old Suburban. And uh, one of my favorite memories as a kid. This is weird too, because my parents had big vehicles because we had a family of seven. I always liked driving... And my Auntie Pam and Uncle Mike's Suburban because I thought they had such a huge vehicle. <laughs> but we, we had big vehicles too. But he had a cool Suburban, you know. And my love of dogs. Um, the reason I'm such a dog lover. That's my Auntie Pam and Uncle Mike. We didn't have dogs growing up. You talk about Lobo a lot. I talk about Lobo all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And they put bandanas on their dogs and we put bandanas on our dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, they just, yeah, they're just a lot of fun. Good. He's a good man. And uh, sad to see him. Sad that I can't be there to, you know, like I said earlier, grieve with my family. 
It's a hard part. That's the hard part about living far away. I think people think, you know, if I were to like take a, a survey of what people think we would miss the most, and you can tell me if this is true or not, I think people think we miss the fun things like weddings and Christmas. But I know for a fact, and I know you agree with me, we miss these things more than anything. Yeah, because I mean, I don't know, a happy time like a wedding. Uh, most people get married once or twice, three <laughs> times, especially in your family. <laughs> if you miss the first one, you can always join the second. See, I got, my Uncle Mike would make that joke. <laughs> Come on. Weddings and stuff are happy, and even if someone is missing... You're not really going to take away the happiness of the person, like no. someone getting married or having a baby shower or whatever, right? But I don't know. There's a need to see and be around people you love when you lose someone. So it's, yeah, I agree. These but like there's also a really great, important. you can also have fun at those times. I know you're upset about that joke, but it was funny. Yeah, we'll see if I have family listening, if they think it's funny. I can guarantee I know one person who's going to laugh, but not admit that it was funny. My mom. Your mom. She'll laugh. Debbie, you're probably still laughing. And then you're probably going to do this. It's true. Your mom and I have a very similar sense of humor. You know it's true. Am I wrong? She just wouldn't know. make the jokes that I make. That's the thing I appreciate about her. She wouldn't make them in a public venue, like where whoever can listen to them. Well, that's true. That's what I appreciate about her. Yeah, she's a little more tactful, maybe. But I'm more with funny. With her jokes. Because I'm willing to take those risks. Anyways, you can be upset. Just don't push the microphone away. We need to keep this one on record. What I was going to say is you can still have fun. In those times when you're together, even if the circumstance is heavy. Mm-hmm. You can still do it. Speaking of baby showers, how do you feel not having a baby shower for Charlie? Uh, I don't know. Does it I, feel weird to you? It's a little weird, yeah. yeah. Usually, uh, usually the church people throw a baby shower and I know there were people from our church who had intentions of doing that and then things just never went back to normal where we could actually like gather and yeah, do something like that. Yeah, when it was two weeks to flatten the curve, people thought oh, whatever. Then when Charlie was born in May, people thought maybe by the summer but things never really... No, and even when church was still back in session, I guess for a short period of time, it still was like so many rules and yeah churches I don't know. are just full of rules eh yeah they are but it is weird we've always had a I can't remember Heathcliff's baby shower though Heathcliff's baby shower was in Drayton Valley no in no it wasn't no it wasn't that was Lucas's Lucas's was fantastic Drayton Valley they, they put on the rule they had yeah. at that church was every family gets one baby shower whether you have one baby or seven babies. So, man, they those ladies put on a baby shower. It was cool. They rented, like, a space at a local hotel, like the conference room or whatever it was called. And they had so much food and so many gifts. It was insane. It was crazy. We loaded up the whole back of the escape. Yeah. But I can't remember Heathcliff's baby shower. Do you feel like you've missed out not having a baby shower? Or do you feel like it's just whatever? 
Because I don't is know. This is kid. number four. So I mean, and the thing is, is people adapted to this isolation stuff, and they dropped off so many gifts and delivered so many gifts to our house and stuff. Um, we got a lot of meals. We got so many meals after Charlie was born, and so many gifts. We got like homemade blankets and clothes and like just so much stuff a few things for me from a couple people like it was I felt really blessed and like loved even though we couldn't gather for a baby shower so in some ways it's made me think that maybe baby showers should happen later anyways why because this is just my thoughts you're always so tired after you have a baby and you gotta like go to a baby shower. Well, some people have baby showers before the baby's born. Yeah, but if you have it before, you're really uncomfortable because you're super pregnant. Maybe it should be like a year later. Then everyone can know. like talk to the baby, and the baby can talk back. Maybe toddler shower. But people love little babies. That's just, the appeal of baby showers. Then what's the appeal of having one when someone's babies. pregnant? You get to see uh, the to, little baby. Well, what if they're a first-time mom and they just they don't know all of the ins and outs of what they should have and they're really counting on that's true other if it's your first baby you should have it before those. the baby's born but every baby in perpetuity after that it should just be a year or two later i think i had a baby shower for peyton before she was born i can't remember that seems so long ago in ontario didn't i i don't know did you i don't remember uh i can't remember if you did i wasn't that was there 10 years ago that's so long ago Ten years. Yeah. No, I had a baby shower after she was born because my stepbrother and his wife had a baby as well. And we have a picture of them both in their car seats beside each other. Yep. No. Yep. Your stepbrother? Yep. JR. Oh, yeah. JR. Jen and JR. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't Ontario then because they didn't come out here. They had Farah. That's right. And they were pretty close in age. Like within That's a few right. Weeks. You and Jen were pregnant pretty close to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Um, here's the thing. I haven't told you this. I want to get your on-air reaction. My mom messaged me in reference to some of our podcasts. My mom? My mom. Your mom. Okay. Because I keep saying the word dang. Mm-hmm. And she thinks I shouldn't say dang because it's a substitute swear word. What are your thoughts? Well, I really don't care much about substitute swear words. When I say dang, do you think the other word? No, I think dang. That's what I think. Too. I think dang's a cool word. Dang nabbit. That's what I think of, and I don't even know what that's from. If it's from a show, like I don't know. an old cartoon or something, dang nabbit. You better be careful. It could be something bad. You might get canceled. I don't know. I think it was uh, like, uh, oh, I can't remember. I'll have to look that up. Dang nabbit. Anyways, I'm sorry, Mom, if I keep saying dang, but I like it, and I live out here, so everyone on the West Coast says it. It's just super, you have to. But it's not a swear word, so there's nothing know, wrong with saying you know, it. You probably did. You ever grow up with substitute swear words, no, like I heard, things I that weren't of, swears that you weren't allowed to say? Of course you did. Every like, kid did. That I wasn't allowed to say. Yeah, like because it's a substitute swear no, word. The thing is, I was able. I was allowed to say like, "What the heck?" Whoa, easy. We're on. I was air. allowed to say, "Dang," stuff like that. Kayla, there's as long kids as I wasn't listening. swearing. Your parents didn't care. That's not true. What, give me an example of one that I it. would. P I. Mm. Yeah, 
Well, they didn't really like it when I said that. Because no. it's why. But it. Because it's a substitute it, swear word. It's a substitute swear word for what? P? Yeah. P is not even a swear word. That's the thing. It's just funny. People have these things that like aren't what you would consider quote unquote swear words. But you're not allowed to say them. Well. Dang I, is one. I don't know. I don't care if our kids say what the heck. Or, oh my, I, that's or, not true. Or oh my goodness or oh my gosh. Well, we do care if they say the other one. I, I care a little bit deep down if I'm being honest. That's just the way you grew up. I didn't grow up like that. Oh, no, it's a compromise. And I grew up around, like, straight-up swear words with, like, my extended family who was around me all the time. So, like, to me, dang or heck, they're they're just not swear words. I also grew up around Dutch reform people who said lots of swear words, but they didn't think they were swear words. Yeah, I know lots of people like that. Dutch reform are weird that way. You can't play drums or have women talk in church. Or play but cards. If you want to smoke cigarettes, <laughs> drink whiskey, and swear in the church parking lot, <laughs> have at her. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Isn't that yeah. so weird? Like if you play drums or whatever, it's like, oh my gosh, you're going to hell. I I feel like I remember at Redeemer cigarette. <laughs> at Redeemer University, which was Dutch Reform. I'm pretty sure I remember at one point they weren't allowed to play card games in the dorm room. Oh, because that's evil. And I went to Dutch. Ref- I went to CR- or CRC or what's it called? Redeemer. Redeemer. I went there once, and there was a big thing of whiskey in one of the guys' rooms. And he has a good Pentecostal. I thought, there's no way they can be teaching about Jesus here. Mm. But anyways, sorry if you're Dutch Reform. That's about it for our time. Thanks for journeying with us through this uh, little bit sad episode, but I hope you liked it. Yeah. 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 Thanks for listening to today's episode. We really hope that you uh, maybe related or got something out of it. Thanks for listening. And if you liked listening to this episode, well, we have good news. You can watch us in person doing some of the things we talk about. Spending time with our animals, doing fun things with our kids, whatever. You can find that on YouTube if you look up The Shellies. And uh, if you enjoyed this episode, do us a favor. Like subscribe, tell your friends, but most of all, tune in for the next one. We'll talk to you then.